Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Serna. We cover it all. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, coming to you here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are actually on the road slash at home to take on the South Garland Colonels live from Homer B. Johnson Stadium on Friday night. That is October 4th as your Eagles are in action. And this is the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience for all your training program needs. It could be speed and power. It could be a max flight. It could be Diamond 60. It could be general fitness or for all that matter, sports clubs that might help your kids get better whether it's the Bullet 7-on-7, the Waterview Wolves, the volleyball team that's there, the basketball team, soccer training, uh, football training, all those things that you need in order to be good at what you do and or your kids, or if you just want to find a good way to work out, find something that will help you become a better you via fitness or via working with a guy or a person that will make you better or make you feel better. You can get that at the Bullet Experience. So we'd like to thank them for the sponsorship of the pregame show. Again, your Rowland Eagles, they are be, uh, they will be taking on the South Garland Colonels here on Friday. We had a Thursday game last week, so Sonny had the Friday off, almost didn't know what to do, um, and uh, the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna was on the sidelines up in uh, a Wichita Falls. As that, we'll talk to him a little bit about that experience up there um, when we bring him on for his segment at the end of the show. That being said, your Rowland Eagles. How about your Eagles last week? As they had a real tough one last week. We can sit and argue. We can talk about it. We can find out what you might think of what you saw. But I will tell you, it was was definitely a game that had you on your seats. It was a game exactly what we thought would end up happening, a close game throughout the game, and that's exactly what we got over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. The Eagles edged out the North uh, North Garland Raiders 27-26, to and uh, again, Sort of like last week, coming down to the final moments of the game in order to get the victory. So uh, we know the Eagles can close out some games. We saw that in their first two victories of the season right here in district as your Raleigh Eagles remain uh, undefeated within district. And that's the important thing in reality when you see the Raleigh Eagles schedule. We are halfway through the schedule. Three of those games were outside the district that don't count for really anything in reality. 
reality, um, especially when it's all about where they're going to be at the end of district and you get a lot of things that you can see. Uh, the, the Rowlett Eagles and the, uh, the, the game itself was a very interesting one because you didn't know if Rowlett was going to be able to pull it out. North Garland takes the lead towards the end of the game and the Eagles had to come back and get the victory and that's exactly what we saw out on the football field. So a very interesting game um, as, as we saw last Thursday as a 36-yard pass that went to Antonio Hall. Um, it was a very pretty pass coming from Alex Rout. As when he looked this thing over, uh, he went and talked to the coach Why uh, look over to the side and they changed the play which opened up a nice pass over onto the far side of the football field and Antonio Hall was able to bring that ball in. And then a 24-yard run for the Rowland Eagles as they were able to get some good moves movement there from Newton. Newton got around the corner and he didn't get into the end zone, but that set up another score for the Rowland Eagles as a 23-yard touchdown run came three plays right after that. And we saw the versatility of your quarterback. Your quarterback started one way, went back another. So Alex Rout was able to get into the end zone as he faked the whole defense out as they thought he was going right. And that is the important thing that the team has to be able to recognize. They have to be able to recognize those defenses and what they are giving them so they can take advantage of it. And Alex Rout made some good passes uh, on Thursday night. He also made some bad passes, but those bad passes were definitely overshadowed by a couple of really, really good passes uh, from Alex Rout. And those, route, those passes, some of those set up some nice field position to get in for a touchdown and that's what we saw at the end of the game as your Eagles were down and then it was all about how Alex Trout was going to be able to put it together he set up a couple of passes and got things out there with Antonio Hall Antonio Hall took it down to the 43 yard uh, yard line and then Alex Trout was able to get if you had the opportunity to check this out it was a beautiful read he saw that Hall guy a couple of yards ahead of him and he laid it in perfect on the near side uh, end zone and that the Rowland Eagles were able to get the victory because of that touchdown from Alex Trout over to um, Antonio Hall. So when you look at it, um, the score for the Rowland Eagles, they got the victory. It was really good for them. So it was good to get it set up. That having been said, you take out the total yards, 229 total yards for the North Garland Raiders, the Rowland Eagles with 295. Passing yards, 101 for North Garland, your Rowland Eagles, 100. 148, 147 yards rushing for the Eagles and 128 for North Garland. That's how it ended up, and it was a good game, and it was a good game to check out the a lot of versatility that they had. Um, but there are some things that the Eagles definitely need to improve on. Four of 12 on third down conversions. That's not going to get the job done uh, going into the playoffs. North Garden wasn't much better. They were five of 13. Turnovers, Eagles had two. The North Garland Raiders only had one. There were no fumbles that, that night, um, and two interceptions by the Rowlett Eagles and North Garland with one. So, um, and that 
kind of spelled out what ended up happening in this game. So watch out for that one because the Eagles were unable to take advantage of a very nice turnover um, uh, interception that they got. In fact, um, they turned it over on the next play after they got the interception. Um, Al Trout ended up throwing a interception. So that having been said, that's where we are. That's what the Rowland Eagles did last week. A good thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll take a look at the stats from that game, um, individual stats as far as offense is concerned. We'll also take a look at the uh, South Garland Colonels. How are their, how's their season going? We'll take a look at the uh, the. Uh, actual standings for the Raleigh Eagles in the district that they play in. We're going to do a lot of that, and then, of course, we'll finish it up and bring it on home with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. So we'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles taking on the South Garland Colonels here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. 
With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costoinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash for lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. As your Rowlett Eagles are 2-0 in district, we'll talk about the standings in just a moment. Let's see how they got to the 2-0. So far, uh, they are 2-3 on the season as the Eagles started off in Prosper, opening up that beautiful stadium over there. They took the loss 31-7. In fact, the seven points that was scored was an actual pick six. And then they came back and took on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Took the loss there 50-7. to And that was the touchdown that was by Alex Rout with a rushing touchdown. Then the Eagles got it put together. Unfortunately, did not get the win. But we've seen more offensive production from them out on the football field as they took on Plano. That game happened over at 
uh, John Clark Stadium over in Plano, Texas. Uh, the Eagles took the loss there 55-34, and the Eagles got up on the board quite a bit in that game as the uh, Rowlett Eagles were able to get some passing, be able to get into the end zone, which they had not been able really to do within the first two games. Now, those were the out-of-district games. When you talk Prosper, Rockwall, and Plano, you're talking teams that are in very uh, big divisions, very hard to play and get victory divisions, as well as, you know, you got some teams that are state-ranked uh, as well as nationally-ranked there as well. That having been said, the Eagles had to come in and they had to start in district because it is all about the district games when you talk about where they are at this point of the season because the district games are going to put you into the playoffs or not put you into the playoffs. So the Eagles had to go ahead and go on the road. They were over at Williams Stadium and they had to take on the Name and Forest Rangers. It was a game that was one of those games where the Eagles never led in this game until the, towards the end of that game. And you can look at the numbers. You can see a lot of things as they came from behind scoring their only touchdown by Alex Rout with under two minutes left to go in the game after blocking a North Garland Forest punt, um, and that is what did put him first down and goal from the 10-yard line. So, Naaman Forest gave their best effort as, as far as the season is concerned, um, and uh, they uh, had a 59-yard touchdown run by Kyrie Ward right up the middle, and they went up 6 to nothing. The extra point was missed, um, and Kyrie ended up with 97 yards rushing. Rowlett was uh, able to overcome a very strong defense that showed up in that game against Naaman Forest as both team's defense was uh, pretty good, uh, but the Eagles got the victory with Alex Rout, who finished the game with 48 yards, only 48 yards passing in that game, and the 34-yard uh, uh, rushing, Dwayne Newton helped with 68 yards rushing to improve Rowlett's record to 1-0 within the district, um, getting that touchdown at the end of the game in order to take, uh, uh, take the victory. So that was an important game to start off the season right there in district um, to get the final, you know, let's look at what you're doing. Let's see where you can go. And that was the important thing. Um, Rowlett, obviously not having the success outside the district. In fact, uh, they had not been able to uh, get a victory uh, in their outside of district schedule. The last time that happened was back in 2004. So a lot of the years where uh, the Eagles were all set up to go in that one. So Naaman Forrest, uh, that game yielded only 12 first downs, 180, uh, 188 total yards. The passing was only 48, as we said, and then the rushing was uh, 140 yards, uh, 45 attempts, according, uh, and 48 passes, so they had a very balanced offense out there. They were penalized in that game 10 times, though, for 107 yards, so uh, a lot of things in that game that the Eagles saw, and they knew that they had to improve on. So, last week, your Raleigh Eagles on Thursday night, they took on the North Garland uh, Raiders and 
this was a game that you knew what was going to kind of happen in this game. You knew what the setup was. So um, the fact of the matter is it was all about Antonio Hall at the end of the game. 43-yard touchdown reception from Alex Rout um, with two minutes remaining. And the Eagles got their second victory within the district with a score of 27-26. to 26. And remember, this is District 10-6A. Um, and they got that victory over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, which is where we're going to be for the Raleigh Eagles taking on the Colonels here on Friday night. This game took place on Thursday night, so uh, North Garland was able to move the ball on Rowlett in reality, then took it down to the 25-yard line uh, but for to set up for a w- winning field goal, but the kick sailed uh, wide left. So, um, Alex Rout in that game, he led the Rowlett Eagles offense with 148 yards passing and two touchdowns, while also rushing for 100 yards and a touchdown as well. So um, it was back and forth all evening long in that game. If you have the opportunity, go back and listen to our play-by-play. You can catch that up over on my Facebook page as well. Uh, an exciting game in reality. So, But when Hall uh, hauled in his first touchdown of the night, uh, it gave Rowlett a 14-7 lead at that point, and that lead wouldn't last for very long because North Log, uh, Garland's Trey Taylor returned the ensuing kickoff 79 yards. In fact, he cut off an up man to get the ball as he saw a seam and he wanted to get down the seam and if he got there fast enough he could have got into the end zone and that did happen um and then the Rowlett Eagles and the um North Garland Raiders win at halftime at 14 to 14. So it was all about the second half of the game last week as your Rowlett Eagles would take a 21 to 14 lead on a 23 yard uh, run by route. Again, he started right and came back and went off to the left hand side. But North Garland, uh, I will tell you, they got uh, two uh, Sabren uh, Woods touchdown runs, including one for 52 yards with uh, three minutes and 50, uh, three minutes minutes of 45 seconds to give the uh, North Garland the lead at that point, 26 to 21, setting the stage for Antonio Hall getting that uh, uh, touchdown pass for 43 yards on the near side end zone for the touchdown. And then the extra point was good, and the Eagles got away with one and got the victory out there. North Garland senior running back Sabrin Woods led the way with 129 yards on the ground and three touchdowns for the North Garland Raiders. And that was a football team that was going to, you knew what was coming your way in that game because when we were doing the pregame show when I was going over the stats of what we thought we would end up seeing from North Garland it was very obvious we were going to see a lot of running that went on and the Achilles heel is that bust up the middle and get in and for a long touchdown or at least a long game a lot of times it is touchdowns because we end up going say la V because they get out there and get in the um, end zone that having been said, the Eagles were able to stop the North Garland Raiders in the first quarter, 14 points in the second quarter, held the Raiders to 12 points in the second half of that game in order to get the victory um, as there was uh, uh, missed field goals, extra points and things of that sort that we saw in that football game. So in reality, um, not much different from the 
uh, Neyman Forest game as your Allied Eagles only ended up with 14 first downs in that game. 295 yards total yards, 148 were through the air and rushing was, uh, rushing was uh, uh, there it is, 147 yards on 33 attempts. So you look at the attempts and what happened, 19 passes, 33 rushes. So your Eagles held a lot on the rushing side of it as the Alex Route was using the quarterback option a couple of times in that game. Keeping it a lot of times, I would have liked to see him pitch that ball a little bit more uh, to the running back was there, um, but that was huge. Two turnovers for your Rowlett Eagles in that game as well, as there were only four penalties in that game against your Rowlett Eagles for 25 yards. Um, two interceptions yet again for Alex Rout. That's one of the things that he's going to have to put together as he was 8 of 19 for 148 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions in that game. Timothy Gaith here on the other side of the quarterback for the uh, Raiders. He was 10 to 16 for 104 yards. He didn't have any touchdown passes, uh, but he did throw an interception. Rushing the football, Al Trout led the team in reality. 19 rushes for 100 yards, about 5 yards of carry there, and a touchdown. Dwayne Newton, 10 rushes for 40 yards, and 4 rushes for 7 yards for Carlton Yarball, but he did get into the end zone for a uh, touchdown. On the other side, the rushers over there for North Garland, Woods with 24 rushes, 128 yards, and 3 touchdowns. Gaithier with 6 rushes for 22 yards, and Trey Taylor uh, 3 rushes for 2 yards. Now, receiving for the Rowland Eagles, the uh, Jeremiah Tar uh, Taro, two catches, 22 yards. Trevon King had three catches and 31 yards. And Antonio Hall, three catches for 95 yards, but he had the two touchdowns. So when you look at those numbers as the Rowland Eagles, only eight completed passes out of 19, as it was a 42% um, pass completion for Alex Trout. That number has got to go up. Um, and more in the fact that even though they weren't having the success passing the ball, they were able to depend upon the legs of Alex Trout and Dwayne Newton in that game in order to get the yards that they needed. But Alex Trout does need to complete more passes um, as 8 of 19 for only 42% um, passing is not going to get the job done. Now, the Rowlett Eagles are a little bit lucky as they are going to get the South Garland Colonel. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll take a look at what the Eagles are going to be looking at. It's going to be these uh, South Garland Colonels as we go here on the other side of the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Colonels. And that pregame show obviously being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Make sure you get on out there. If you want to go take a look at a beautiful facility as far as things like that. How about 22,000 square feet of uh, area for athletes to get their job done, whether it be volleyball, soccer, football, basketball, or, you know, how about all the room that they got going on out there? How about a 3,500 square foot of athletic performance weight room? That's, jeez, uh, almost bigger than the house, for crying out loud. Uh, lots of room there um, to get a lot of stuff done. Whatever type of things that you need to do in the weight room, you can get it done. The gym features four volleyball courts and four basketball courts. They're interchangeable. 19 
19,000 square feet of court flooring, and the athletes have plenty of space that you have to, whether it is uh, basketball or volleyball. So uh, lots of room out there for them. Also, they have a covered outdoor training portion that they got out there. It's 25 yards, it is covered, and it is uh, 15 yards wide. So lots of room out there for getting the outdoor uh, training with some shade as well. So uh, good outdoor at uh, uh, atmosphere for you to get done there and also don't forget about the sand volleyball courts that they got out there batting cages as well so when this facility was made melvin bullet made sure that uh it was going to be good so with the uh help of his father and his brother uh jerry bullet of course played for the washington redskin melvin bullet obviously playing for the colts the guy that stopped um, Tom Brady and then of course Terrence Bullitt who uh, spent some time up in the Canadian Football League all three of these men went to Texas Tech so uh, local guys and making a beautiful facility for you to get what you need as far as your training is concerned so we're going to take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. Of course, it's again being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Check them out at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Give them a call, 214-326-7853. We'll be right back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are, as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams as well as top of the line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we had this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. 
um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, where we'll bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ. And we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sammy Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit rayhubbardrealestategroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pot, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the South Garland Colonels. Now the South Garland Colonels are having a rough time at it here as they have gone into the uh, five games, um, the first three games uh, out of district. They went one and two. They did get the victory against Molina, but they started out against Princeton. Uh, Princeton uh, took down the South Garland uh, Colonels 41 to nothing uh, for the uh, 
The South Garland Colonels were a unable to get up on the board. Next game, they took on W.T. White uh, at uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Got uh, kind of beat up a little bit there as well, 50-22. to 22, But they did return when they went on the road and took on um, Molina. Got that victory outside the district. 34 to 12. Now, the rally, well, when you look at South Garland did go into district play. Their first game, they took on the Garland Owls, and they were unable to get very much going on in that one as far as a victory is concerned. They got up on the board as the Garland Owls beat South Garland Colonels 56 to 43, and it was a game where you saw a lot of back and forth in it, um, and what you what you had there is uh, Garland's Jalen Powers ran for 196 yards and three touchdown uh, touchdowns that led Garland to that 56 to 43 win over South. Uh, they combined both teams combined for 1,082 yards of offensive uh, play. A lot of yards on that offensive side. Uh, Perez threw for 284 yards, five touchdowns for Garland on that night. And Brown ran for 373 yards and two touchdowns while throwing for 41 yards uh, for South Garland. So Perez is the guy that we'll probably end up seeing um, on Friday night as he was 18-26 to 26 for 285 yards for, the, uh, for South Garland. Let's take a look at the Garland Owls, that game that they took on their first game right there in district as the Garland Owls were able to get the victory over South Garland, 56-43. to In reality, you took a lot, a lot of things from this one, but what you got is, is that the South Garland um, Owls, or South Garland Colonels and the Garland Owls were going to be in for a night. Why? Uh, Powers ran for 196 yards and three touchdowns to lead the Garland Owls to that victory, 56 to 43. The two teams combined for 1,082 yards. Perez threw for 282 yards and five touchdowns for Garland uh, that night. Uh, Brown for South Garland, ran for 373 yards and two touchdowns. He also uh, threw for 41 yards and a touchdown. So um, a lot of things here. What are we going to be looking at? We'll talk about that in a moment as far as the actual things that we're going to see uh, in that game uh, as the Eagles are going to be taking on South Garland. So that's what we saw in the game of the Garland Owls taking on South Garland. And then something happened. And I don't know what happened. But the Lakeview Centennial Patriots woke up in this game. South Garland didn't seem to wake up as they were over at Homer B. Johnson uh, Stadium. And they got kind of destroyed. 62-3. I don't know what happened there. But I will say this, this is what I know. Um, by looking at the box score, uh, we're seeing it a little bit different. If you remember, we saw Brown with a lot of rushing for South Garland. But what we've seen in this one was uh, eight rushing attempts and no yards for Brown in this game for South Garland. And he kind of took over that game uh, the time before as he, again, ran for craziness. So the only thing I can think of is we saw a major injury or we didn't see him at all for whatever reason in this game for very much. 
as the South Garland Colonels turned to Demarcus Duncan at the quarterback position. He was 10 to 26 for 92 yards and an interception uh, because it's really about the rushing game in reality. Again, eight rushes, no yards for Brown, who had the big game. Blaylock, four rushes for only a yard. And then Pruitt, one rush for six yards, six rushes for 14 yards for Wyatt. Now, my daughter was at this football game, and she doesn't know a lot about football, but she knew that there was something going on in this game to where that something was amok, something wasn't right. Um, so we talked about the passing, two uh, receptions for 46 yards for Key, uh, Pruitt four receptions for 29 yards, three for 24 for Gilmore. So... Um, so there, something wasn't quite right, as my daughter let me know, and my daughter is a cheerleader for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Um, so that having been said, um, it was kind of a game where I think the cheerleaders even got tired of cheering um, in, in that one. So looking at those numbers, only eight first downs for South Garland in that game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Um, 109 passing yards, 384 for Lakeview Centennial, and the rushing 263 yards for Lakeview, and 17 rush, uh, yards for um, South Garland. So something big happened. I don't know if it was an injury or what the situation was, but we did not see Brown out on the football field for very long in that game. The guy that, had, you know, really in reality, um, you know, put it on his back. As again, he rushed for 373 yards. Um, he averaged 16 yards a carry against the Garland Owls. So, um, not sure what that's going to be all about. Uh, but this is a game the Rowlett Eagles, even though they go in and they see what happened against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, the Rowlett Eagles cannot afford to think that they're going to be able to walk up there and just take over a game as the Rowlett Eagles are not that type of team anymore, as the Eagles at one point were, uh, they're just not now. That having been said, when you take a look at the, what has happened and looking at all the numbers for the Rowlett Eagles as well as South Garland, uh, points per game, your Rowlett Eagles are averaging only 16 points again. game, South Garland with 20. Points allowed per game, 44 points for the South Garland Colonels, 33 for the Rowlett Eagles. Yards per game, Rowlett with 281 yards, 289 yards for South Garland. So they're kind of set right there as far as yards per game um, uh, set up. And that having been said, the Eagles allowed... Um, 372 yards a game and South Garland allowed 398 so pretty much when you look at the numbers they're close but again we go back to what had maybe happened to Brown rushing the football as he leads the team in rushing with 756 yards averaging about 11 yards a clip uh, he's got four touchdowns will we see him in action that's going to be the big question as he will we'll get a look at maybe what can be coming our way uh, key uh, with six receptions 149 yards and one touchdown he leads uh, the South Garland Colonel 
Cardinals. When you look at the other side, season leaders, again, Alex Rout rushing the football and passing the ball. He's the team leader in both of those. 712 yards, obviously, passing. He is 70 of 55, five touchdowns, rushing the ball. Um, he is um, 362 yards, average five yards a carry, um, and he has got four rushing touchdowns. So he's got nine touchdowns up on the season. And Antonio Hall, he's got three touchdowns, 18 receptions, 335 yards. And that having been said, the Rowlett Eagles, this is not, again, we go back to it. This is not a game that they can afford just to overlook and and get going in this game, um, especially even though we saw what could be considered a drubbing um, of South Garland last week. Um, the Eagles just are a team that, moving forward, are not that kind of team. They're not a team that can that can just walk in and expect to win. The rest of the schedule for South Garland goes like this. On Wednesday, October 16th, South Garland will be taking on the Naaman Forest Rangers. On Friday, October 25th, North Garland will be taking on uh, South Garland. And then the Saxe Mustang, October 31st, um, against South Garland. And then they finish it up with Wiley at Wiley on November 8th. Guys, it's hard to believe. Again, we are halfway through the season. And when we kick this one off here and it was all said and done, we'll be 60% through the season. Only four more games will remain after this game with South Garland. So, um, again, the next week for the Rowlett Eagles, they will be on the bye. So the Eagles will get an opportunity to be able to, you know, maybe kind of get set up and, you know, get healthy, maybe get in some practices to find out where they will end up, you know, for the rest of the season. It's an important game for the Rowlett Eagles as they did get that uh, first victory against the Neyman Forest Rangers uh, within district. And then again, last week, they got the victory against the Raiders. So they are 2-0 within district. And of course, this game against South Garland next week, it is the bye week, but they come back with Wiley at Homer B. Johnson Stadium on the 25th of October and then on the uh, November or mark that uh, Wiley on the 18th of October then they are at Garland over at Williams Stadium on October 25th then on November 1st, they got the Lakeview Centennial Patriots over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, and they finish it up with Saxe over at Williams Stadium. So a lot of things going on for the Rowlett Eagles and possibly a season you know, on the line starting with that Wiley game after the bye. That having been said, when you take a look at the standings, it's 6A Region 2, District 10. That's where the Rowlett Eagles play in right now. They are on top as the points allowed uh, number is the uh, number of how they figure out you know, who's in first and second and third right now. Rowlett, 2-0 and right now in district on top with Wiley, who is also 2-0. and Rowlett has only given up an average of 32 points a game. Wiley, 42 points a game. That having been said, they're followed by the, um, there's four teams at 1-1. One one, Lakeview, Garland, Saxe, and uh, 
mark that, Lakeview, North Garland, Saxe, then Garland. That's the order as well as Lakeview Centennial averaging, giving up 31 points, 41 points for uh, North Garland, 63 points uh, given up for the Saxe Mustangs and 93 points um, marked at 77 points given up by Garland. Then followed by two teams that haven't got the victory. That would be South Garland, the team your Raleigh Eagles are playing, and the Naaman Forest Rangers. So that's your standings. That's what we're looking at. Naaman Forest, unfortunately, have not won a game all year long. Uh, South Garland, who are 2-0 within district, lost the last two. So, but South Garland is 1-4. Naaman Forest 0-5 on the season. Garland 3-2 is where Saxe and Lakeview Centennial. North Garland Raiders are 4-1 uh, on the season, but they sit in fourth place within district. And then the Raleigh Eagles and Wiley both are 2-3 out on the season. Both have two victories within district. That's the reason why Rowlett and Wiley are on top of the district. Based upon obviously the district scores. Taking a look at some of the games that happen as Lakeview Centennial will be taking on the Wiley Pirates this week. Uh, so that one will be a very interesting game to take a look at. Um, that game happens on Thursday night tonight when the Rowlett Eagles um, or when the uh, pregame show for the Rowlett Eagles starts, um, then when that's done, you can maybe head on over to Wiley and watch the Lakeview Centennial Patriot game. And then uh, also another game on Thursday night, Saxe is in action against the Garland Owls. Then, of course, your Rowlett Eagles at uh, uh, South Garland. Then the Neiman Forest Rangers will be taking on North Garland. So that those are your games this week uh, that will be uh, in action. Lakeview at Wiley, Garland at Saxe. Name of Forest at North Garland, then of course Rowlett at South Garland. Our game being played over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, one of our favorite places to call a game because we got great seats. And not only that, uh, that whole uh, setup over there, as far as the people are concerned, very nice to us, treat us well, and always get what we need whenever we need it, which is not much because we pretty much are self-sufficient um, and getting ready for uh, those games. So that being said, uh, we will take a look at what's going to be coming your way. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We will bring in the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna as for his segment, as what he saw in last week's game, what he expects in this game, and what he did, you know, on the Friday. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that in the bye and then what he expects for the rest of the season for the Raleigh Eagles. He might not have an opinion about that until he sees what happens in the South Garland game. That being said, we're going to take another quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It'll be our final break before we bring in that eagle-eyed Bill Cerna here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on South Garland Colonels and of course the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Make sure you get on over to the Bullet Experience so they can help you out with anything and everything you need. 8900 Princeton Road is the address that you can catch them at. That is at Princeton Road in Liberty Grove. It is just on the outside of Waterview so a convenient place for you to be able to check out what it's going to be going on over at the Bullet Experience. And, of course, we thank them for their sponsorship of the pregame show. Take that quick break. We'll be right back.
This is Senator Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we're bringing in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit rayhubbardrealestategroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. 
So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show here on the pregame show. I got online the, the one and only, the guy that keeps track of all the numbers and or teams when Sonny misses them like he did last week, and definitely the MVP of the program and the play-by-play. It's Bill Sonny, the Eagle Eye. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, Sonny. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us here. Let's just take a little look at this team as we uh, are, are set and ready to go, going up against the South Garland team. Now, we kind of know a little bit about South Garland and where they are, unfortunately, as far as their record is concerned and their play out on the football field. But normally we would look at a game like this one and we go, huh, Rowlett, hey, no problem. They shouldn't have a problem. But we're not getting that same football team that we're normally getting. And this game against South Garland is not as easy as it seems to be when you think about it and see what you've seen out on the football field from South Garland. Well, uh, obviously not, because the uh, first two games of, uh, of district, um, we've won both of them by one point. That ain't the way it's been in the in the prior years. So a lot of things are different so far. Uh, after the first two weeks of district games. I mean, you had Saxe lose the first game of the, of the district play. Uh, you had Lakeview Centennial lose the first week of uh, uh, district play. Um, you know, at, uh, we came in and played a team that had only scored seven points through three games and was only able to beat them, you know, seven to six. So uh, this is the first year since we've been together that we've seen so much difference than we have in prior years. And it might be because of the fact that the the talent level isn't where it was where we've seen it in the past. Um, It might be because because of the fact that they were a young football team last year and they got jarred around the football field a lot as well, uh, making them almost gun-shy going into this year. Uh, A lot of times you, you can take a look at the experience out on the football field and go, well, you know, yeah, it, it's actually a good thing that they went out and got jarred, but Something tells me as I look into this one is we got this game against South Garland. Not that I want to skip over this game. This game should be a win. But what is concerning is the last three games of the year after the bye next week, as we're not going to be on air next week. But next, uh, the week after coming off the bye, we have Wiley. 
The week after that, we have Lakeview. The week after that, we got Saxe. All three of those teams are actually in a position where they're somewhat beatable. You think about last year that Wiley Pirates were really tough, so were Lakeview. Saxe was unbeatable. That's not what we're getting as well. So as where we are as far as this football team are, we're kind of the same way in the district as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, it, it's... Uh, it, I don't know. I'm not kind of speechless about it because uh, you know it, uh, we got, like I said, you got we got throttled those first three games, and then we came in here uh, to district, um, and you know it, we knew that the talent level wasn't going to be the same as those non-district games. But what did we learn from these last two games? Is how to win the close game, how to uh, you know it, uh, uh, play under pressure, um, and and. and you know how how to uh, take a victory home uh, when really we shouldn't we shouldn't have. So you know we we've overcome some adversity in these first two games. Uh, you know you're right with South Garland. You know right now they're a struggling team. They really got throttled last week against Lakeview Centennial. Um, maybe this is a game that we need. Uh, you know you don't want to overlook them. Absolutely not. But maybe this is a game where we need to get some uh, some confidence you know win win by a decent margin so that way we, you know at uh, uh you can maybe rest a few people this bye week is going to be uh, huge because you're absolutely right the last four weeks of the season you know you got those three teams plus garland in there um you know at uh the, the bye week is going to be a big plus you know we've seen antonio hall in and out not sure if it's injury or not uh, uh same with uh, uh hunt in and out so we're not sure if it's injury uh, things so you know a, a game where maybe they don't have to play all four quarters those 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 players um, and a bye week can definitely help them going into uh, um, the week seven against Wiley. Well, yeah, and not to kind of like make this. It sounds really horrible when I say it. it's almost like the preseason of the NFL. This is the last week of the preseason before you actually got to go out there and you got to put out a performance in the first part of the season. In this case, it's they got to put a performance together for the second part of that season because I did forget about Garland uh, within that, and they're no slouch either. So uh, we're seeing a lot of differences within this uh, district of football, and what we're getting from the other side, at least in South Garland, we got Duncan at the quarterback position. He's 27-70, to 70, uh, 295 yards and two touchdowns. That is the first indicator on what we're going to get, which is the running game that we'll get Brown on, 356 uh yards rushing he's averaging 11.2 yards per gary game he's got four touchdowns uh so we know what's going to be coming their way and that and it's the achilles heel in reality of the Rowlett eagles is being able to stop the run so when we look at this game we, we want to overlook it but we can't because of the situation this is a running football team they break a tackle or two and before you know it south garland could get up on the uh winning side uh and at the expense of the Rowlett eagles right here in district well, and and we've kind of learned that from the last two games. You know, we we both went in, the, in these games saying, you know what, um, especially naming Forrest, we went in and said, you know what, we should be able to take care of these guys uh, pretty well. And, you know, okay. coming off the three uh, three non-disagreements against, uh, you know, highly rated uh, teams, uh, and it didn't happen. So you're right. You can't overlook it. You can't look towards next week because uh, if you get in a situation where you start playing down to, to the level of your competition, uh, it's going to bite you. It, it happens from 
every team I've been part of it um, on the losing side of it so it happens so you cannot overlook any team don't make a difference uh, what their level is because you know at the South Garland two weeks ago uh, they put up over 40 points they didn't win that yep. game, but they they put up over forty points. So uh, they can score when they want to score. So if you know if if you start uh, playing uh, complacent, it, it's going to end up biting you. Definitely. Last week we seen Antonio Hall back out on the football field with two touchdown passes, two beauty passes from Alex Routes. So the the chemistry is beginning to go there, and that's what I'm looking at in this game. In reality, is uh, slowly but surely getting that chemistry with Alex Routes and uh, Antonio Hall. That in in reality is going to open up the running game, which unfortunately we're not seeing a lot out of the running game because Alex Routes leads this football team with in rushing with 100 yards and one touchdown but last week we didn't get very much on the rushing side of the football at all and that is that's a huge concern as route rushed the ball for uh 19 yards for 100 yards and a touchdown um and uh Dwayne newton 10 rushes 40 yards no touchdown yarbrough got in four rushes seven yards and a touchdown but in reality we need to set this thing up so we can get more from a Dwayne Newton because usually those running plays that we're getting with Alex Trout is when he's keeping the ball on the option. We're seeing not a lot of times where he's actually pitching that ball, and we've seen opportunities as far as yards, as far as the green opening up when they are going after route and they leave Newton wide open. I think we're missing a lot of yards as far as that's concerned with the decision to keep the ball on the option at the quarterback position. Well, and that's one thing that your uh, your opponent's going to see. They're going to see that route's keeping that ball, and they're going to focus on route. So now is a good time to start getting that ball and using that option as an option. And uh, because he hasn't used it as an option, he's kept it almost every time. Absolutely. And uh, yep. I don't know if he just doesn't feel comfortable with the pitch. I don't know if he just wants to, I don't want to call him a, say uh, it's a ball hog, but that he wants to make the big play. But as a quarterback, you can't, you can't do everything. You got to rely on the other 10 guys on your side of the field. That includes the offensive line. And you, when it comes to the running game, running game has struggled all year. And, you know, we yeah. don't want to put that all on, on, uh, on the running backs, but that offensive line has got to build those holes, uh, uh, you know, down the field so that way they can get that running game uh, going. It just hasn't happened so far. And the passing for Alatrao hadn't really been there except for a couple of big plays. We saw it. 8 of uh, 19, 148 yards uh, for the uh, passing game, two touchdowns, two key interceptions, and obviously that INT number has to be low. At least it was only one last week, uh, but two big plays for Antonio Hall, developing the chemistry and stuff like that. But at the same time, we're looking on the other side of the ball. The defense for this rally at Eagles football, I'm going to tell you, is good. And the reason is is that we've obviously seen what they, what they did outside the district with the, you know more fierce competition coming at them, but the rally at Eagles holding football teams down as far as the scores are concerned uh, within district. I mean, so six points last week uh, against Damon Forrest. Um, they did give up, um, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, six points against Damon Forrest. And then last week we saw how many points were scored against North Carolina, only 26. 
So the defense is actually doing their job. So if we can get some kind of equilibrium right there on the offense, the defense, this should be a game that they should be able to win. They should be able to beat, a handle, uh, beat them handily. But we're going to see what the adversity is going to come up in this game that might put them in a position where they're going to be in a close one at the end. Well, and we gotta we gotta uh, get our uh, front line a little bit more active. You know, we're not calling their names as much as we should. You know, we're not calling uh, Jeremiah Franks that much, or Darius Dunlap, uh, or Chris Lockett. Uh, we're calling we're calling a lot of Johnny Ray and Loveless and and uh, Perez, um, which is that means teams are getting to that secondary. So we really got to see a big push from, from that uh, defensive line and, and uh, lock things down. We've seen it better here in, here in district so far. So, um, you know, it, uh, we want to continue going that route. But I think the big key to, on this team that's made a, a, such a big difference, especially in the last two weeks, is going to be the special teams. Um, Adams just had a field day blocking punch last week. Because I just I watched yeah, him one-on-one on these plays. Five and uh, yeah, and and it, not once in those five blocks did anybody ever touch him. He was able to come right in, and and he, you know he's he's a quick uh, young cat, so he was able to get in there and get a hand on him. He might have gotten a, might not have gotten a full block, but he got his hand on it. He disrupted the play. Even a lot of times when you don't hit the when you don't get hit the ball or block the ball, if you can just disrupt the play, disrupt that kick from making a, a, a clean kick, it makes a world of difference. So, uh, and, and that made a difference there at the end of the game on that, uh, on that uh, um, final try. So, um, you know, it, the, the special team has been right now the MVP of the team. So, uh, but you, wanna have to rely on your, you don't want to have to rely on your special teams. Um, but, uh, you know, at the, obviously you want to keep going in that direction. Uh, you know, at the, the defense is starting to come along a lot better. The offense, you know, at the, um, the offense, thankfully to the defense, the defenses and special teams have put the offense in, in good position a lot of times. So we haven't seen a lot of uh, a long, a long, a lot of long drives from Rowlett that have been successful. A lot of times it's been from block punts or or defensive holds that's put them in, in a short uh, short distance uh, situation. So uh, we we do want to see that deep, that offense, you know, sustain some drive, you know, and move down the field. So uh, that that'll be a, a big plus. But that defense has really been holding its own, especially here in district. What are you doing in the uh, bye week? Um, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I might go watch some football. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I might uh, go pick a couple games and uh, go watch a couple of games uh, out here and, and just enjoy it. Definitely, I'm going to be on the road. I'll be heading over to Arizona uh, to get away, and then we'll be back and ready to go for the pregame show as the Raleigh Eagles get Wiley uh, after coming off the bye. And that that one's going to be a tough one because uh, we saw what happened last year. That was a weather game. Um, I think in reality, you take the weather out of that, the Raleigh Eagles get that victory, uh, but different football team. And we're getting the same thing from Wiley. We're getting a different football team from them as well. Well, and there's a good chance that both teams are going to be three and zero going into that game in district. So uh, it could be a huge matchup on who's going to uh, uh, take the top uh, top seed in the district. Definitely. So we'll keep an eye on that one. So we've done it, guys. We're done here in the pregame show. Your Rowlett Eagles has been taken on South Darling Colonels. We have live coverage of that game on Friday night, 7 p.m. underneath Friday Night Lights over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So for the 
Nikolai Bilker, and I'm Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We'll see you Friday night, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye.